It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. After listening to today's Locked On Washington football team podcast, check out Peacock and Williamson, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever your podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're Locked On the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Welcoming in new and returning listeners. A like if you haven't already, please click subscribe or follow on podcast and the rating, leave a review. Will help other fans of the team find us just like you did. I am Dave Harrison. He is Chris Russell. We are your hosts. Here and when we're not here, you can find Chris at the Team 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Odyssey app with his co-host there, Pete Metters. Also find this show on the Odyssey app. You can also find Chris covering the Washington football team and writing for SI.com on Twitter at WrestleMania621. And I am on Twitter at DHarrison82. The show is on Twitter at LockedWFTPod. Chris back for another week. Training camp is going to get started this week. So we've got that to look forward to. But we've also we've also got some predictions. Some projections out there happening, one involving, of course, the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, this storyline is never going to go away. Right. Everybody's basically either hopeful that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the Ryan Fitzmagic that <laughs> a lot of fans like, or that, you know, basically he's he's DOA and, you know, half in the grave. Uh, and, and it seems like a lot of the pundits out there are going to go back and forth. And there's always somebody looking for a controversial headline or a controversial feature that gets clicks and all that. So uh, I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to kill anybody, but, you know, bold predictions are things that you see a lot from members of the media, right? And, and they are just that. They're a little bit out there. They're a prediction. It's not a report. It's not a guarantee. So this one from Bleacher Report uh, David said that Ryan Fitzpatrick 
basically will be replaced by Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers with the thought being, you know, probably at the deadline, I would assume uh, that Fitzpatrick struggling, maybe benched Garoppolo is on his way out of uh, San Francisco, obviously because of Trey Lance, Um, you know, and the 49ers could use the salary cap savings. Now, a lot of people thought Jimmy G wouldn't even be with the 49ers this year. And as of right now, and I don't see anything changing that, He's there because Trey Lance, as of this recording, isn't even signed. And B, he's so raw and got so far to go. I don't see the 49ers trading him, but could you see a scenario like this playing out? Uh, I could not. And I'll tell you, it it, kind of like what you just said. I mean, Trey Lance is not a pro-ready quarterback. He hasn't played competitive, real competitive football in a very long time. So... For for John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan and, and the San Francisco 49ers to basically throw uh, Trey Lance to the Wolves would would be incredibly irresponsible. You know what I mean? And I think when it when it comes down to I think the 49ers from a, from a franchise standpoint, I think you'd rather run into the season with a quarterback that you know and who knows your system and who has had some success inside your system and your scheme versus trading. I assume that this deal would also include sending Ryan Fitzpatrick to the San Francisco 49ers. So then he basically would become your bridge quarterback for Trey Lance, you know, but then Ryan's got to learn all the language, learn the scheme, and he's doing it in the midst of training camp. Like it just, it seems like you're, you're basically as a franchise in San Francisco, taking a step or two back intentionally. And and you're not really gaining anything for the future. I mean, I guess you, you know, you might net some draft capital and all that stuff, but really, you know, you're, you're in the same situation franchise wise, you're going to be moving forward with Trey Lance, you know, at some point in time, I don't think that there's really a thought process in San Francisco that Jimmy Garoppolo might come in and basically stave off Trey and, and he doesn't become a starting quarterback at some point in time. I think the best case scenario here for the, the parties involved in San Fran is kind of what happened with Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers that San Francisco has a quarterback that they feel good with that they, you know, eventually installs a starter and then the veteran goes on somewhere else, finds a new team. And, you know, if, if Jimmy goes on to have the success that Drew had in New Orleans, he'll be very, very happy with it, obviously, of course. So I think that's probably like the best case scenario for all the parties involved. And then for Washington, like I, I always have kind of an issue and I know I just brought up Drew Brees, but I have kind of an issue of taking a quarterback off of somebody's hands that they don't want. Like you're not, you know, this isn't the young guy. Like when, when San Francisco traded for Jimmy, right? It wasn't the Pats didn't want Jimmy. It's that he was really good. They already had Tom Brady. So they're like, Hey, this is a young commodity you want, you're willing to pay for. So yes, we will sell him to you. You know what I mean? This is a totally different scenario. This isn't a young Jimmy Garoppolo who has all kinds of potential, you know, surrounding him and, and San Francisco is just willing to sell him off because they got another stud on the roster. No, this is the San Francisco 49ers going back as far as this offseason saying you're not our future somebody else is our future but now we want to sell you to washington to maybe be their future again if that's going to happen it needs to be in a free agent scenario the way that happened with drew Brees. like if if washington signs jimmy g like next year because he's a free agent oh okay fine i'm fine with giving him an opportunity but if you're trading a veteran quarterback that you've already been working with has already been studying your scheme and you're giving away future draft capital to do it. Like that's where I would have the problem. Yeah. I, I Jimmy Garoppolo has first of all been hurt much yeah, of absolutely. the last three years two, or right. at least two out of the three years. Um, <laughs> you know, so to me, you know, you know how I operate. That's kind of a no, a, a no go from mm. the beginning. I mean, there's one position that is especially dependent on durability and it's quarterback. And that's why uh, that's 
a huge yeah. part of the reason I can guarantee you why Kyle is ready to cut the cord uh, there. All right, so that brings up. See, I, I would have an I, I would have no problem if like the bold guarantee was Aaron Rodgers or Devonte Adams. Uh, quickly, what do you make of that whole mess there? I mean, we're waiting. Packers camp reports on Tuesday. Nobody's expecting Aaron Rodgers to be there. There was a big rumor over the weekend he's going to retire. Vegas. Some of the sports books out there took the Packers off the board. Do you make a run here just trying to see if you can get the Packers to panic? I mean, this is the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a team in need of a quarterback for the next two to five years, which I think Washington is, this is the time you call up. And, and I know what I just said, and granted, you know, Aaron Rodgers would be coming in, having to learn the new scheme language and all that stuff, but he's Aaron Rodgers. Like, Jimmy G is not Aaron Rodgers. So if right. you have the opportunity, and I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. All of our listeners know that I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, so I would hate to see him go, but... You have the opportunity to go get an Aaron Rodgers. You take that opportunity. You look at the Buccaneers last year's copycat league. You have the opportunity to go get one of the best to ever play the game. You do it. And, to, and Aaron Rodgers is in a much better situation immediately as soon as he steps foot in Washington. Even while he's learning the playbook, he's automatically in a better situation. Uh, and I think he has the freestyle skills enough to cover up for some of the schematic, you know, deficiencies while he's while he's playing catch up. So yeah, I mean, if I'm Washington, I'm calling like like, dude, you're either gonna get nothing out of him because not only is he going to leave your team, but he's going to leave not not via trade, not via free agency. So you're not even talking about a comp pick for this guy or we'll give you, you know, 25 cents on the dollar type of thing. And and you can at least recoup some of your losses. Well, that's assuming that Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah, that's that's obviously has to be true. That Aaron yeah. Rodgers is planning on, on, on retiring. And obviously the yeah. Green Bay Packers, I'm sure don't believe that. Uh, but they may be painted into a corner. All right, we'll continue to follow that conversation, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of rumors and speculation. But here's what we want you to do. You know, Aaron Rodgers has the freedom of choice, right? He has the freedom to retire or to play and to show up to the Green Bay Packers. Deshaun Watson is showing up to the Houston Texans, at least for now. You have the freedom of choice, too. That's right. The freedom of choice is with our friends at Bilt Bar. Oh, yeah, baby. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're kind of missing out. Wonderful flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, David's favorite, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. I got one of my three choices last week was cookies and cream. I thought I doubled down. No, I went off the board and got cookies and cream. They're delish. And German chocolate. My overall favorite is the peanut butter chocolate brownie, but that's okay. Um, everybody has their favorites. And if you don't know what your favorites are, you can get a mixed box or like I did. I got three kinds and three different varieties. So you can too. They're great for you. Great as a meal replacement, after workout snack, dessert, whatever it might be. Uh, and they're low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in calories, high in protein. Order yours today. Uh, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. 
What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, this is the Lockdown Washington football team podcast along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us as we begin a new week training camp officially. The boys reporting on Tuesday in Richmond. First practice Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Ron Rivera will meet with the media uh, Tuesday afternoon and again Wednesday afternoon after practice. So expect a lot of reaction and storylines to unfold. One question uh, as we continue to pick, David, through Ben Standig of the Athletics Survey. And by the way, you guys can subscribe to the Athletic uh, off of Ben's uh, work and and his page, and you know that'll help him out a little bit. And I think you can get like a promo code discount and all that good stuff uh, when you sign up off of this fan survey that we keep mentioning that we've mentioned a couple of times uh, here on LOWFT. One of the questions we haven't gotten to yet, David, is which projected veteran starter concerns you the most and you know we've talked about ryan fitzpatrick a lot obviously and we will continue to and then there's charles leno jr and then there's john bostick who a lot of people don't like and then there's dustin hopkins which i think is you know a a pretty interesting one because he while he's not a starter he's the only place kicker on the roster which projected veteran starter concerns you the most on the Washington football team. I mean, on on the surface, I would say, you know, Charles Leno is obviously is an easy name to choose because of the offensive line and the implications on what happens if they can't, you know, blend together. John Bostic is another easy one, and he's probably the one that kind of comes to my mind first from a play standpoint, just because you know that that linebacker group is you know still the weakest part of that whole thing. So if one of those starters doesn't carry their weight or, you know, step up to the challenge, then it's going to make it an even softer spot on the defense. But I think really have to go with Landon Collins, and it's not so much his play. I think we kind of agree that, you know, his his play hasn't really lived up to his his name's billing and maybe his his paychecks and all that. But, I mean, that's, that's franchise business. It's more so I get a little bit concerned every time I hear a player say, you know, some of the things that he said during the offseason in, in his rehab and things like, I am a safety and I am this and I, I won't be doing – this kind of thing and, and you know it kind of takes me back uh you know to, to some of the other players in history and, and what usually ends up in those roles is, is you either end up with a trade you know because the team's asking a player to do something that they obviously are refusing to do and so you know the two sides can't come to an amicable agreement so the team just flips them for whatever draft capital they can get uh and, and then they move on i mean just this offseason to a pro bowl uh, offensive tackle who Made the Pro Bowl as a left tackle. The team said, "Hey, that's great, but when your when your counterpart gets back, we're going to move you back to the right side." He said, "No, I'm not doing that. You know, I refuse." So they they end up shipping him off to the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, get some draft capital back for him. You know, and it just that's kind of the thing because that type of mentality, uh, especially from a veteran, 
you know, who who might be respected within the locker room and has been around the league for a while. That has that has the potential to be toxic, you know, when when defensive guys are going out there, especially if, you know, if they're saying, hey, we want you to to stack the box as a, as more of a linebacker in this role. And he says, no, I'm not doing it. Well, the rest of the, you know, the, the 11 guys that are out there doing it who know that he should be out there with them and potentially would make that situation better while he's standing on the sidelines, you know, that that has the potential to to cause some problems inside that locker room. And the season is already long and and, and hard and, and everything else enough that you don't need that kind of mess uh, in the locker room. So that's why he's kind of my biggest concern. Yeah, Landon Collins was the answer from mm-hmm. the fan base to 44.4% mm-hmm. of the pie with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, coming in second in terms of individual names, other technically uh, one out over uh, in second place. But here's my thing. Landon Collins, yes. in my opinion, I could be wrong on this. He's not a, he's not a starter in my opinion, not on the, not on this team, not with, um, not with Cameron curl, not with just Shazer Everett, not with Bobby McCain, um, you know, and, and Jeremy mm-hmm. Reeves. Uh, and, and I think Landon would be gone if quite honestly, his contract wasn't so prohibitive uh, to cut. All right. One other one. What's your biggest roster concern? They're looking for, you know, a position group here or, or an area, an individual, maybe somebody like Dustin Hopkins that I mentioned uh, in terms of, they don't really have anybody to compete with him or anybody to replace him. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be a concern. Cause you know, you, you want, uh, you always want to have a backup plan kicker. I mean, that, that position is, is a finicky one. Uh, I think short term, like this year, my biggest concern is the linebacker group. That's been you know said several several times. I just talked about it, so I'm not going to restate that too much. Uh, but I think long term, it's got to be quarterback because you know as much as I love Ryan Fitzpatrick and as excited as I am to see uh, what he's going to do with this roster and with this team. You know he's he's older. He's uh, he's entering his his 17th year, as as Ben points out in the article. I mean, those are all concerns because you know. That no matter what happens, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick could take this team to the Super Bowl. You still have a need at quarterback. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an old quarterback taking their team to the Super Bowl. They spent a second-round draft pick on Kyle Trask because they need a quarterback of the future. So when you have an older player, you have to be worried about the future. And and you know, uh, unless they go and trade for Aaron Rodgers, I don't. I don't if, if they trade for Aaron Rodgers and then draft a quarterback in the first round next year, I don't even want to know what the the media firestorm and what Aaron's reaction is <laughs> going to be to that. So. That's pretty much the only scenario I see where the Washington football team isn't targeting a quarterback in, you know, the first three rounds of next year's draft or, you know, at least, you know, maybe in a trade, Russell Wilson, if he comes back up to Sean Watson, if he's cleared of everything. So, you know, there's a there's a huge question mark at that position. And with a defense that looks as good as it does, even with some of the questions at linebacker, you got to get it right. Because if you mess up this quarterback decision for the next, you know, one to five years, you're going to lose that defense and that window you had with a, with a potentially championship caliber defense is going to close. And you're just going to look back at this point in your franchise history with, with doubt all the time. And, and that's, that's a terrible thing to do uh, as a franchise, as a head coach, Ron's not going to want to do that either. All right. The answer from the fan base and standings athletic survey, 43.2% going to the quarterback position, 12.8% going to the first position you mentioned linebackers uh, as well. All right. 
This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thanks so much again to Ben Standing of The Athletic for putting that fan survey together uh, at, over at The Athletic. Again, a subscription-based uh, service. So go, go check that out uh, and uh, follow my guy Ben on Twitter at Ben Standing. All right, when we return here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast along with David Harrison, uh, I'm Chris Russell. We will get to some voicemail. And we will wrap up shop, finish up here uh, for a start of the week edition of LOWFT. Uh, we will be uh, in Richmond on Wednesday morning for training camp practice as the Washington football team hits the field and gets ready for the 2021 season. That's coming up this week, straight ahead on LOWFT. Yeah, and as these quarterback questions around the league keep coming up, they're going to have some prop bets coming up with them. And one place you can find some really great prop bets is betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball, the only full-time pro sports you know uh, league in action right now, but you have the Olympics going on, and then you've got some interesting going, going thing, go, things going on with guys like Aaron Rodgers and everybody else. NFL season is right around the corner before the next contest. Head over to betonline.ag. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Again, head over to betonline.ag, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back now to wrap up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast, our first episode of the week. David Harrison here with Chris Russell on Twitter at dharrison82 and at russellmania621. Find the show at Pod. Like Chris mentioned before we left segment two, we've got a voicemail from one of our listeners, Cami, on out there. So we're going to hear from him now and answer his questions. Fellas, what it do, Cami, on here? Let me just jump right in. The poll on who's going to win the division. To be real, they're polling Washington football team fans. I honestly thought that I know it was 71, 70 some percent. I honestly thought it would be like near. 84, 85% myself. I mean, we did win the division. Great. Our division sucks. But even though everybody say our division's trash, we're, we were on top of that trash. So we were a decent team and we have made moves to be better. There's no reason why we will not win the division again. I mean, the Calters, overrated. Uh, the Giants, eh, whatever. The Eagles, ugh. Yeah, that's cute. Breakout players. I kind of agree with the Logan Thomas. I could see that in a national perspective. Chris, now, I love you, man, but I got to get you right now. You said um, Tim Settles. Okay, and yeah, I agree with uh, Tim Settles. No, I I could see him uh, basically having a breakout performance. But at the same time, you said that you would not describe him as breakout. When the question was, who you see as a breakout player? 
And, you know, you kind of went back and said, eh, I wouldn't say breakout best subscriber. So, in essence, eh, you didn't answer the question. You kind of, like, went around it. So, I think you do owe us an actual answer to the question. My breakout player, William Jackson III. He was on a sucky team last season and played pretty decent. Uh, he's on a better defense now. I see him having a breakout, the turnovers and everything, possibly even a Pro Bowl season. Let me know what y'all think. Holla. All right. Let me jump in here. And let me clarify um, my comments on Tim Settle. I Like, you know, it can't just be a rookie all the time, right? That's a quote-unquote breakout player or a bad player that all of a sudden gets good. Um, so I was kind of looking right. to go maybe a little bit against the grain and saying that Tim Settle, I expect him to have, I don't know, five or six sacks somewhere in this ra- in that range this year, somewhere in that range, and maybe push for playing time um, and specifically even more than Matt Ioannidis and maybe even leveling out a little bit with Deron Payne. I, I, I don't know. Uh, exactly how it's going to play out. But but Settle is my definition of a breakout guy because he's a guy that's a contributor and a guy that some people like and a guy that the organization has developed. But he's not a star. He's not a starter a, um, unless somebody gets injured. So he's my ideal definition of a breakout guy. But when I said he's not really a breakout guy, I meant it's not like he's coming from nowhere and he's made no contribution. He has. It's just, I think it's time in year, I think three for him to step up and really emerge. So that's my kind of explanation defense of my pick of Tim Settle. You want me to pick a rookie? I'll go. Uh, I mean, Benjamin St. Just is obviously the guy that speaks to me. I would probably also keep an eye on Dax Milne. I think he's got a chance to make this roster as a punt returner. Yeah, Dax is is, is very intriguing. I mean, obviously we have a lot of love for, for Benjamin St. Juice here on the show. Uh, but Dax is an intriguing option as well. I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing uh, about what he's going to do at training camp and and how much he makes himself known as a as a presence on the field there. So uh, some good stuff there. And then I mean, as far as William Jackson being a breakout player, I don't know. And, and this is the thing about definitions, right? Like, what is a breakout player? That's kind of the question you have right. to answer first. And nobody's, you know, I want to say nobody, but not a lot of people are going to have the exact same answer. Uh, I kind of go through this when people talk about franchise quarterbacks. You have to have a franchise quarterback, you know, in order to be successful. Well. I would argue that you know Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco, not franchise quarterbacks by by many people's definitions, but they're all Super Bowl champions, and those franchises had some pretty good success with those quarterbacks for their their period of time uh, that they were playing. So you know, again, what is a franchise quarterback? Most people look at a Patrick Mahomes, a Tom Brady, stuff like that. But again, those aren't the guys who are always winning uh, the championships. So you know, breakout players are, are unique in that sense. And for me. William Jackson wouldn't be a breakout player candidate because as a free agent this year, he was the top cornerback on pretty much everybody's board, nationally speaking. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Camion, he did really well on a very bad team. So maybe he didn't get as much burn you know, in the media that he would have you know, on a good team and all that stuff. But when it came time to rank players and, and to say who the, who the most attractive you know, uh, po- prospects were at his position group, he definitely got a lot of respect from the national media. So for that reason... I wouldn't necessarily say he was a breakout candidate, but I do like the thought process that he may be able to do even better on a on a much better defensive squad. 
All right. If you want to be like heavy on and contribute to the show and have your voicemail be heard and obviously trigger the conversation, steer the direction of the conversation, make sure you hit us up 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. It can be short. It can be a little bit longer. Um, you know, we'd prefer David not to have to work his magic, but whatever you want to drop on us, we can work with and get you aboard on the show. That's what we would like to do. Or if you have a little bit of stage fright verbally, you can hit us up by email, lockedwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockedwftpod at gmail.com. All right, betting on the NFL and the Washington football team doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q, an handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, good start to the week. David and I will be back throughout the week, of course, back to five days a week as we return last week. So that means plenty of content for you. And again, camp on the way. The boys reporting on Tuesday and first practice on Wednesday. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for listening. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.